Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Ripe Reviews. Today we're talking about Hellraiser from 2022, directed by David Bruckner. I'm Joel Scola. And I'm... Sean O'Rourke. I know, I was just going to do a Hellraiser thing. I screwed ah, it up. You sure are. are you, which Cenobite are you? Are you the chatterer? Uh, I think I'm the gape. Oh, the gape? <laughs> the gape? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think, think about it. Are the dealer's definitely doing some gaping. <laughs> is there hooks in your ass, like spreading your that's, your what, I, that's what I do. That's my power. I shoot gotcha. chains from off screen, obviously, yeah. Joe, and then they tear your asshole apart. Oh, yeah. We'll tear your asshole apart. <laughs> yeah. We have such shite <laughs> to show you. Such shites to show you. We have such shite to uh, show that, you. That's that, when they attack the pub. How is there not... A, a fucking porn. I'm sure there is. Oh, there's got to be. Gotta be. I, yeah. If it's not being made now, it's coming. It's soon, coming soon. You know? to, it's coming soon to <laughs> to a wood rocket near you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, here we are talking about Hellraiser in 2022, and you know, right out of the gate, this ob- clearly this series has had a bunch of fucking problems. <laughs> um, there. Yeah. Like n- none of these films are even worth really watching after Bloodline, in my opinion. I, I checked out on two, and I think I've yeah. said this on the show before. I probably should eventually go back and watch, like, Bloodline and the Space One, at least. And there's that... Bloodline video- Bloodline is the Okay, space and one. the video game one with Henry Cavill. Oh, and, that's and, Hellworld? And, yeah, 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 and yeah. Lance Hendrickson's in there. But I, I just haven't gotten around to it. I mean, like, I, I love Hellraiser. It's sure. like one of my favorite movies ever. But yeah. just the sequels, for some reason, just... I don't know. They have eluded me. Uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit about it. And spe- I- I'm going to get I want to get to that to my into my final thought sure, of this sure. and just kind of like the 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 evolution of the series and what it was originally, wh- how it transferred from the book to the first movie to the rest of the films themselves mm. and how it kind of lost its path oh, after yeah. two. And, and it became this studio thing where it's like, bring the fucking guy with the <laughs> pinheads, but you know, pinhead back. Which is kind of funny because we're talking about Halloween a lot this month yeah, uh, Jesus. as of this release and Halloween ends is just dropped, which that's also a series that is like after the first one, it's just like, you know, uh, Mustafa Akkad came in and that was the end of that. <laughs> well, he was there for the first one even too. No, but like sure. the whole like you can't kill Michael thing and then, yeah. and then just the series just like kind of goes off the rails because of that. There is n- there There is no producer on the face of this earth that is going to let a cash cow die. There's just not. And like, I understand that. Oh yeah, from a business um, standpoint. I mean, this is a little Hellraiser is a little different though than the the Halloween series sure. because at a certain point they were just cranking these fucking these out to, to so that dimension I believe a dimension would keep the IP. Well, speaking of that video game yeah. themed one, I think that and one of the other ones, it's Lance like, was in both because they filmed them like back to back and he was in the area still. Yeah, they like were in like, Belgium or something like yeah, that. Yeah, now don't quote me because I haven't seen it or done or did any research on those same, later same, sequels. Yeah. Like that that wasn't the point of this video, but like. They only they they were only making the movies to keep the IP. Yeah, because okay. it's the Hellraiser IP, and they wanted to hang on to it. Sure. Which I, I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> I get it. He's one of the you know you know Pinhead is is one of the uh, iconic uh, or icons of horror. Rather, oh yeah, you know what I mean. So here we are in 2022. All of these movies have come out. I I think there's like fucking nine. 
Hellraiser film? Something eight or, eight like or nine that. in the pocket. There might even be ten. If if you actually look at the Wikipedia for yeah. this one, it'll actually tell you like this is the tenth in the franchise. It does. Or whatever oh, it, it does. Is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's the tenth Hellraiser movie. So this is ten, right? I'm guessing. So I'm, just, I'm throwing out a random number. Oh, but, okay, yeah, okay. I'm just saying it'll tell you. Like so, like Halloween ends is apparently the thirteenth one. Who knew? Yeah, well, Wikipedia yeah, did. That's a lot of fucking Halloween movies. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of movies. But so. you're probably there's probably about ten of these fuckers. But how much is there to how how many of them are worth watching? I mean, the second one really fleshes out the lore, and then I guess they just do nothing with that after that, is well, my understanding, or uh, or they shit on it or something. Uh, again, it changes, yeah. right? Like like from the first film to to this to the second film, it changes a little, but for the most part, I think they're good changes. But when we go to three, all the game the game changes because now. Three and on, I'm more or less like it's hell on earth and all the shit. It's like the Cenobites are trying to like conquer Earth realm, right? Like, isn't hell on earth? Is that the one where like that CD Cenobite and okay, all that that's, shit? Is yeah. that the one when Pinhead has like the Doug Bradley version is like the good side of him that's like trying to stop him or some shit? I, that's not two. <sighs> that is in two, but I was, oh, it's in two, but yeah, but there's like I a, think it's in three or four because I did like minor research yeah. going into this and I, I did read that that was a thing in one of those two full disclosure yeah i had i didn't re-watch any of these for this review same i i, I had planned like uh to watch the first and second one yeah. and then like if we had more time i was gonna maybe do three and four at least yeah but you know i just ended up watching this one twice. yeah but like i've seen the first one oh shit yeah. ton. like i know it yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it so well that I don't need to watch it again. I mean, we right? could just, if we really wanted to, but I'd rather not bore our listeners, we could just be firing one-liners off. Sure. You know, like, you know, here's a cookie little girl. Hey, come to daddy. So with that being said, mm. if there was any series that really needed a reboot and or remake sure. and or uh, a new or, or requel even. A requel. <laughs> it needed, it needed, uh, it, you know, the series has been on life support, right? This is the one of the series that could actually use it. Sure. Because I feel like we've gotten away we've gotten so far away from what the story of Hellraiser the Hellbound Heart even was oh, yeah, to begin yeah. with. Like if you look at the first film and the last film, not the remake but like the last film, it, it it's just so fucking not the same concept. I mean, yeah, just purely based on trailers alone. Yeah. <laughs> so and again, like I haven't rewatched all of these in a while, and I'm sure I'd have a lot to say about yeah, the, maybe, the maybe sequels. That's, that's something we could come back to in the future. I do want to come back to it because we did we did muse about doing Bloodline, yeah, because that's that that's like the black sheep of the series, mm-hmm. um, and is often the splitting point in. Sometimes I think Hellraiser three is, but I think four Bloodline is also a splitting point for fans. Anyway, um. So let's so so we're going to talk about 20 the 2022 Hellraiser. Yes. Which is a full reboot, remake, remaster of the series. Yes, cuz going into this, that first teaser and like everything like leading up to it, I was under the impression this would be like closer to the novella, but like honestly like the original Clive Barker like uh a movie is pretty damn close to the novella already other than like I think some minor details were like Uncle Frank isn't really Uncle Frank. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about this yet, but I, I was, gonna, I, I was go heavy. Gonna, I was going to go, I was going to jump head first because I had, I just reread yeah, the novella. Yeah, do you want to talk about it just for a minute? Yeah, here? well, I just reread the novella on, uh, my, my vacation that I went on and I hadn't read it in a while and I forgot how fucking good that novella oh, is. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Like, it's creepy and fucking weird and, and amazing. And the I con- mean, Clive is just what blew, one of the all timers. What blew my mind when I was rereading it was like, Fuck. Like, I mean, so the original Hellraiser movie from 1987, uh, 
Clive writes and directs. Yep. Okay. Based on his own story. Based on his own story. So he adapted his own novella to a screenplay. Right. Right. It is nearly verbatim mm. the novella. Okay. All of the all of the pieces that matter are intact, which I thought was incredible that he was able to keep it all in there. And there are minor changes like uh like Kirsty or is or Christy Kirsty, no, you're right. Yeah, Kirsty isn't uh isn't um, not Uncle Frank. Uh, no. I always call him Uncle Frank. What? Uh, Larry. Larry. Whatever the fuck his name is in the so, book. So cr- his name's Rory in the book. Right. That's why I'm like, what the fuck was his name again? Larry. Chrissy's not Larry or Rory's daughter. He's she's like the one that got away kind of thing. Right. Or that, like she, that was the difference. She's always been like in love with Rory, but he ended up marrying Julia. Mm. That was a thing. Right. Yeah. Right after she fucked Uncle Frank on, yeah, the, on her but, wedding dress. But like. <laughs> How, it's crazy because that's in the book. Like it's all, oh, yeah. With the exception of that, and like, there's a couple other little things. Um, I really love the introduction of the Cenobites in the book, or the novella rather. It's pretty, it's pretty close to to the to the movie, but like, they show uh Frank like like his backstory with it, and like, mm. there's just stuff you can't show in the movie, or that sure, like doesn't really make sense. Yeah, or it doesn't it doesn't translate well. Yeah, well, yeah, because there's like the movie. Because what's cool about it is they, you know, Clive mentions that there's other ways into this realm. Oh, like the labyrinth or whatever. Well, not necessarily labyrinth. It's just see in the book, it's not really described. It's just this. Mm. It's a it's another dimension, basically, right? And he doesn't go in depth into what it is exactly, and mostly describes it as like a big black void. Which I guess it does make sense because he did end up writing, I think, the screenplay for two, but that was after the first one did super well. So sure. I guess, why and would that come? And up? I'm sure the exact was like, no, we got to see the hell world. Show me the fucking. <laughs> well, hell it was world. cool, so okay. It is cool, but not necessarily the point. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Oh uh, well, I mean, I have problems with two. I'm just saying there are a lot of that I do like. There's just. Well, I'll get into it when I talk about yeah. this, the new one. So, so, so the the Le Marchand box or Le Marchand, however you want to say that, the the puzzle box, the the infamous uh, Lament con- configuration, um, is just one vessel. Okay. To the other alternate dimension. Okay. Now it's different for everybody. The 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 gateway and all this stuff is all legendary and it's all hearsay and only the fucking scummies to the scummy people know how to fucking get there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about it because Frank is like this drug dealer, uh, you know, he's like a thrill seeker, sexual deviant. He's all fucked up. And the reason he seeks out the box is because he's expelled all of the earthly pleasures. Right. Well, he's got to get the next best thing. He's, right. He's tried everything. But even like, Rocky Road. Right. <laughs> Believe it or not. Ramen. He ate ramen and was like, "This is not good enough." It wasn't even the stuff you put on like the oven. He got it like at a he restaurant. Got it, like, at a restaurant. Egg yeah, pork. Uh, unbelievable. The seasoned egg and everything. Tokonatsu. He got, he got uh, a tonkatsu. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And some chashu pork. Man, he was ready. He was there. <laughs> now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so, um, I love the way they do it in the book, or or how how it's explained in the book, is that you know Frank, uh. Has, again, like I said, exhausted all uh, everything, the, the earthly pleasures, and then seeks uh, the ultimate pleasure. Right, right. What I like about it in the book is, like, in his head, before he summons the Cenobites, he thinks that, like, he even says it to the Cenobites, like, oh, yeah, I thought there was just going to be, like, hot bitches around me, like, fucking me, like, forever, <laughs> and it was going to be awesome. And they're like, no, Frank, no, it's our kind of pleasure. Oh, my God. And it's cool when they show up. Angels to some, Joe. Demons to others, yeah. yeah. So when they come, he's like taken aback. He wasn't sure what to expect. 
right? And by the way, he, Frank has like spent months and months and months and years trying to solve this box mm. and he finally does it and he has all like the offerings and shit around. So when they come, the, all of them are described. They're not really described. There's a few that he they call he or whatever and but mostly their genitals are have like drapery over it and they're so fucking fucked up and disfigured he can't tell what they right, are. Right. They're flayed. They have shit going through their head and like their skin's ripped off. So when people were talking about Jamie Clayton being pinhead and like it was a female pinhead and all that bullshit um, and it was, a, oh, they're, it's, the characters are fucked up. It, it's not about that. Right, yeah. Like, it's not it, like that's the whole point is like these these beings. It doesn't fucking matter right. if they're male or female or androgynous or both or whatever. Like, that's not the point of this. Um, and in the book, it says something like, oh, the one with the pins in its head says something uh, like an excited schoolgirl. And it's like. That could mean anything. Well, right, and it's like it's actually I think called the Hell Priest in the in the book, but then he not was even head was like a a not, name that people gave it, and then it just stuck. Not even Hell Priest. There is they don't even mention Hell. Oh, really? Okay. In the book, it, it's like its own thing. These things are from beyond in a completely different world, and that's what makes it even cooler because it's not as simple as Hell. Right. Well, right. You right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Which is something that comes out in the movies, and especially when you call it fucking Hellraiser, wow. people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, tell sure that's sure. where that's where the Cenobites come from." Um, the, you know, in this dimension, there's like this main architect and things like that who who like the the the, the engineer they call him, and he's like right. the fifth Cenobite, and he basically makes up different tortures for people. And I thought the cool thing, just I'm, I know I'm going deep. Into oh this. yeah, yeah, I know it's I'm going deep though. into this, but like. What I thought was what I another thing I thought was really cool was that um, when they take Frank, the way it's described, it's not just hooks in him ripping him apart. And you can't really I mean, you could I was hoping that the new one was going to do this because mm. there's ways to do this right now. Now, they give him the ultimate pleasure mm. by heightening all of his senses. Mm. So like. Frank can feel the fucking dust from the room land on his hand oh, wow. and it's like giving him an orgasm and like he hears shit from like he hears like a fucking oh, it's like too much. Yeah, he hears like the blood rushing through his veins and shit inside of him and his like stomach gurgling oh, and all this God. stuff. He can see this fucking roach like across the room, like wink at him and shit like all the way across the room. And then the Kafka. And then and then the last th yeah yeah right help me uh, yeah it's fuck hey don't worry it's yeah. juice yeah, there you go the last thing is his mind you know how your thoughts can run away or like you know oh, yeah. like when your mind races and stuff like at night and stuff like if you have any anxiety or something he goes into like this fucking psychosis where he's thinking about all all of his thoughts and memories are fucking slamming together at once every every pleasurable horrible oh and visceral God. experience he's ever had is just fucking punching into one another like Adam's and colliding. ripping through each other and in in, in all of this he's getting an erection from it and he's like furiously masturbating oh as he's sitting God. there like screaming from this sensory overload and he finally comes on the floor <laughs> it's important wow this is movie dumpster. We have to mention it. So then, the the best part, so in the best part of that, at the end, this one uh, being shows up who's not Pinhead. Um, it's this woman Cenobite, clearly a woman Cenobite, and she's sitting on a top of fucking severed heads with her like legs spread open, 
and she's like she's like oh have you have you woken up yet or from the dream or whatever and he's like what do you mean that's that was just the and she's like that's just the beginning so i guess she's gonna like fuck him and like do all this crazy uh, shit to him gonna snooze to him to dude dude sounds intense the the again it's 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 barker i know but the things that they don't show make you think after all that stuff that just happened to him and this kind of torture that he's about to go through and again that's their version of pleasure right oh yeah so i thought that was cool and the one other thing i just want to note from the from the book is uh and also from the movie is like it's never really explained how uncle frank comes back in hellraiser I mean, they don't go deep into it. It's just you see the blood from from Larry fall on his where he died, where he died. Your just, just brain has to fill in the holes. I know, yeah. but so so do you? So this is why he comes back after Rory's blood reignites. That now oh, they explain it in the book because the last normally when the Cenobites take you, they take you and they remove every part of you, right, right, from wherever you died, wherever you're taken from. And one of the tortures is that. They show you the last place you were as they're torturing you Hmm. just to remind you of where you used to be and all the things from that dimension. Oh, right. Like, like, remember that Uh, you used to be there and it wasn't so bad, was it? Now you're fucking eternally tortured (laughs) and now you have to watch it. And that's like one of the engineers things. But the reason Frank's able to come back is two reasons. Usually there's nothing expelled when they when the signed bikes take you. But he had just freshly fucking come all over that floor. So his fucking spunk is up on that floor and it's an abandoned house. So nobody's been in it for years. So it's just been on the wood there. Right. So when Rory comes or, or Larry comes in and spills his blood all over it, it gets on the fucking common. It gets on the cum, reignites uh, or, or gains Frank gains passage back to the world. Also because it's blood relative. So, Right. Since it's his brother, it's a, whammy. it's a double whammy there because because he's able to be reborn from the same blood or he something. It's like a like one that. in a million shot. So the cum thing. and the blood mix together and he and he's able to pass yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm into it. That is honestly I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean stuff like maybe not blood hitting cum, yeah. but stuff like that is yeah. not a common trope in, in horror no. and fantasy, but it's a thing that does come up occasionally. But it's very Clive Barker, like oh yeah, sex and, and oh yeah, and torture and blood and, blood and yeah. all that, those kinds of stuff uh, have are throughout it. Ha- also, something I just want to note is like, there's not Clive Barker's gay, right? Let's just get it out of the way. That For anyone that doesn't know, yeah, but like that doesn't define a story. That doesn't nah. make a story, and like the Hellbound Heart doesn't have any homosexual things in it. But if it did, it wouldn't change. No. The main point of the story, like if you swapped out Julia for uh, uh, a, a man, man yeah. and and she and he was married to Larry or Rory, it would still work. Yeah, I don't see why. Not. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what my point is, like anything that's explicitly gay doesn't matter to the main point of the story. Oh, okay. Yeah, Do you yeah, see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Because I saw a few people talk about the new Hellraiser and they're like, oh, it's so gay and it's so this. And it's like, well, I mean... Yeah, Clive there's... Barker created it! Yeah, but it's like... It's not even... I, I, I would argue against that a little bit. I no, mean, I do but... a point can maybe understand why some people would think that, but... And please do not get me wrong. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing that there's no, gay yeah, people yeah. in it or anything like that. My point is... You don't have to, it. It doesn't matter that they're gay or no. It doesn't. You know it, what like, I mean? It doesn't impact this new movie at all. Like it's just they're a couple. There something are, horrible happens to one it, of them. My point. That's exactly. it. <laughs> yeah. It's still it's still horrible no matter which oh, way yeah, you cut yeah. it. Right. 
Um, but anyway, that's all I want to talk about. No, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. thought that was so fascinating from the novel because I hadn't read it in a while and I just remember everything that happens in this. Um, and it's, I, I do uh, want to read it because my wife had read it a few years ago. You can borrow right there. Cool. <laughs> it's really fucking good. So I, I, I really liked it. Uh, so in that being said, it's crazy how faithful the original movie is oh, yeah, to, yeah. to his to Barker's original vision, which which I, which I think is what set us off into that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I was saying how I, we thought that's what this was going to be, but it, you know, in retrospect, we already got that right. Now I just wanted to come out of the gate with that because you did mention that, and like when it was announced, when Hellraiser twenty twenty two was announced, you know, that was one of the things like, oh, it's going to be closer than novella, and I'm like, oh, huh. That's pretty cool. And then, like, I went back and read it, and I was like, "Wait a second! The first one is the novella." Well, that's why I wanted to read it. I wanted to see yeah. how close it was, but I I just ended up looking up online to see what the differences were, and those were like the key ones. And then you just filled in the gaps. Yeah, but like again, those components you can flop them around, and it really doesn't make a difference no. to the story. Like the main, the core part of it, and like the meanings behind everything. You I, know? Yeah, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, but I kind of prefer that they just did a straight up remake. Than trying to dog the original. Okay. You, okay. Do you I'm, wanna... I'm guessing Joe doesn't necessarily feel the same way. <laughs> My pro. Okay. So I guess, I guess let's just jump into it. First of all, I want to say that the Cenobites, albeit it's a movie. Mm-hmm. I get it. You got to sell fucking tickets or you got to sell videos or whatever the fuck it is. And, and the Cenobites became the focal point for the series. Well, right. They're, they're the selling point. They're not the main. The bad guy in Hellraiser isn't Pinhead or the Cenobites. It's Uncle Frank. It's Frank Cotton. He's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? And he's the main antagonist. I I guess, yeah. Like, I don't know where you're going with that, but my guess is you don't really get Frank Cotton until, like, the last half hour. And who could give a fuck? Yeah. I sure couldn't give a shit. I... Okay. They, they have okay. Do you want to you want to just do like a quick plot crunch? This is a right review. Yeah, so we're go not for it. Go do for like it. a hardcore. I know I depth. went a little long, so I apologize. No, no. I mean, you don't have to. I just I, wanted to get that out. I, I mean, I guess basically this movie, the setup is there's this girl Riley who's a drug addict or recovering drug addict, and her boyfriend basically, who's a really bad influence on her, talks her into robbing the shipping container. Uh, long story short, it has a fucking uh, a, a puzzle box in it, and yes. then she starts to solve it unknowing that what it actually does. And in this movie uh, specifically, which may be something they did in the sequels that I just haven't seen, but when you solve the puzzle, it has like multiple forms that it turns into. Yeah. And in this movie, it's basically when you solve each form, like a knife comes out of it and it stabs you or somebody else in the vicinity. Which then makes you like a blood sacrifice. Right. And then the, they, they show up and kill you. And then basically, as the movie goes on, she's investigating why that is because her brother gets taken by the Cenobites, but they don't know. She doesn't know that yet. And there's this big kind of confrontation at the end as they're trying to figure out how to end what's happening. And I'm leaving a lot of details out, but it kind of culminates at this mansion of this guy, Voight, who is that kind of Uncle Frank style character in this film. It's not comparable, but I'm saying the, the other the actual antagonist. Yeah. Because Leviathan is not an antagonist. It's it's a, it's a god that is called upon. Yes. And, um, he, and, and I guess just my final point is that they take concepts from specifically the first two films and try to put a new spin on it. And that's basically the gist of it. Yeah, pretty much. So do you want to talk about the box first? A little bit? I, th- I thought the box was cool, personally. I thought the box was fine. I don't really have a problem with that. I, 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 I like that it was like... 
every time someone got stabbed, like the box kind of has like a mind of its own and starts to solve itself to get into the next position. See, that I didn't like. You don't like that? I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't like the. Okay. The whole point of the box or any. Okay. Before I say that. Sure. There are multiple vessels. Like I said, like like I said in the in the book, there's multiple vessels how to get in touch with oh, the Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the Lemochan box is just one right, vessel, right? So like I'm like, okay, because like Voight in that opening scene, not to cut you off, but yeah. like they don't ever really focus on it. But he's they like don't a, even talk about it. No, but he's it's like not like even named. He he's like an occult collector. Yeah, and you even see like one of the Cenobites they show later has like mechanical arms, and I swear to God, you could see one of those arms just in like a a glass frame. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I mean, it's possible. The point is, he knows a lot about Cenobites, which our, our main character ends up finding out later because she like breaks into his house and finds his research. That's too much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You think so? I think so. I think they're because, like trying to do too much in one movie. So here, so here's my problem with sure. it. So the box itself and the way it functions in this movie, the whole thing with these boxes and these vessels are that only a certain amount of people can can have not only access to them but actually solve them. Sure. Right. And there have been instances where like people come upon these things and accidentally open them. Well, I mean, like in the first one, Kirsty is is a perfect example. Right. Um, and accidentally open them. Now. But when you seek these things out, it is to gain audience like they do with the Cenobites. I just think the 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 thing with the blade and the blood and the sacrifice thing is just it's a little too much. Mm. And like it's only there to up the body count. I, I mean, yeah. No. And my point my point is like it's only up there to up the body count because nobody is fucking interesting enough in this movie to carry the goddamn story. Uh- we're always fumbling to the next fucking person to fucking get cut on this box just well, so we can I, I, just stumble into something else. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I actually ended up liking Riley by the end of the movie. I hate this character. I, I, I can't even really defend her because she is pretty fucking awful. God, she's just a piece of shit and she never, there's no comeuppets for being it. And like, I... we're supposed to feel bad for her. And it's like, uh, what I we... felt bad for. Her. I don't feel bad for her. I don't think she really did anything that horrible. She didn't do anything that horrible. She's just a kind of I, scumbag. Yeah, no, she is. I feel like I, I won't go so far as to say there's a fucking hero's journey, but I think by the end of the movie, which granted, because most of her fucking friends and family are dead because of what she did, <laughs> she is remorseful, but, like, but it's only after all this horrible fucking shit. Ha- okay, hold on one second. I do want to mention one reason why I, okay. I do kind of like, by the end of the film, feel for her. Mm-hmm. Is the whole boyfriend situation? Because on a rewatch, because okay, we're, we're, we're obviously you know the show. We spoil the shit out of it. So if you don't know that by now, here here you I go. I think we've talked about the movie enough. It, where Sean liked it, I didn't like it. Spoilers incoming. <laughs> here it goes, baby. We we opened the box and and, and we came and here we're going. Uh, Spoilers. Shut this fucking episode off and go watch the movie. If you don't want spoilers and then come back, we'll be right here. If you want spoilers, continue right, listening. Yeah. If if we even need to say it. But yeah. uh the boyfriend basically is a is working for Voight the whole time. Now, first viewing, 
I have uh, caught me totally off guard. I had no fucking clue it was going to come. Like, there was a couple scenes where it was like, that was a little odd. Like, <sighs> And I, there was like, when, when she first goes to his apartment, I'm like, wow, this guy's got a really fucking nice apartment. What the hell does he do for a living? And then come to find out, Voight hired him, probably gave him a shit ton of money. And then like, basically the, the plot is like, Voight paid him yes. to, to get the box. Yeah. And then basically collect the souls. I understand. It, he and paid he, him. He paid him to prey upon less fortunate right. people, i.e., drug addicts, recovering alcoholics. I get it, but I guess, but it's not interesting. I, I, well, I'm just trying to explain it, yeah. it. The idea of like, I guess he actually falls in love with her because of like that scene in the meeting when they're fucking. He's he, fucking he the shit that. out of her. Yeah, and he's like, "Love you, babe." And she's like, "What?" <laughs> But I think that's that's you what's need happening. to drop that bitch like a hot potato, dude. That's that's a fix me situation Seriously. or let me fix you situation. I mean, she's taking pills and everything throughout the yeah. film. I mean, they heavily they show it all. They they make sure you know that she's got serious problems. Yeah, but it's this whole situation where like he's supposed to just kill her and then go on to the next victim, but he falls in love with her because I guess he takes too long to move on with his mission. And then like as the movie's going on, he keeps hemming and hawing and like. You don't really pick up on it as much until you see it a second time or you know that that's that he's actually in on everything. But there's like he's a very weird character because by the end of the film, like you think maybe he's finally like had a change of heart. But then he lets all the Cenobites in like when they're like down to like the final two people. And it's like, all right, any chance of like redemption you had, bro, is now fucking flushed down the toilet. And then when like because fuck it, we're already spoiling it. Like at the end. Yeah, the spoilers. When you basically find out like. Okay, she gets marked. Yep. <laughs> and basically, she has to then get other people so that she doesn't get killed. Okay, fine. So it follows. Yeah, that didn't bother me too much. But yeah, you're right. Uh, 13 ghosts, anybody ah. with this fucking mansion with these stupid fucking things that move back and forth. Dude, it's 13 ghosts. But with also, Hellraiser. like, to be fair, man, like, Hellraiser 1, I mean, they're making sacrifices. It's done way better. No, they're not. Well, yeah, oh, she's yeah. killing all those fucking men with the claw. Yeah, to bring Frank back because he needs blood to form his well, body. That's way different than is, opening is, the gate no, to the right, ultimate right. dimension. It is way different. I guess that's. They took that concept from one and used it in a different way, and it whether sucks. it's successful or not. Yeah. And it and it sucks. You want to know why? Because in the first one, I, I don't want to keep no, comparing you, it. You but have just, to to some extent. No, no, but just story wise, yeah, yeah. You have these two. You have one fucking maniac who is completely insatiable and will do anything to come back, and he'll kill anybody he oh, has well, to the, to do the, it. That classic rat scene, is right? Like, right, but like, and then you have Julia, who is this, uh, woman who's. Hates her fucking life, hates her marriage, yeah. got that one taste of Frank and wants to walk on the fucking wild side, baby. And she thinks that if she brings Frank back, she can relive that 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 night where she fucked him on the wedding, <laughs> on the wedding dress. dress. Yeah, the and wedding, like the, 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 and happily ever after. So there's the so there's like two pretty uh uh strong story points going True. there and ulterior motives from both character and they never really meet in the middle. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Plus you have uh the 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 Kirstie character who's just kind of uh ha- has audience to all of this. Yeah. Now it makes more sense in the book because she loves Rory and that's why she keeps going to right. to the house and shit like that. In the movie it makes sense too because it's, it's her dad. It's her dad, yeah. Uh but anyway, but uh, but but before you, oh, yeah, we yeah, keep yeah. going, the the Riley character mm. All of those people are there just to die. I mean, you're There's right. No you are sa- right. There's not really any sob story. We don't really know what happens before, she, like why she became an alcoholic or why she's living yeah, with her that's brother. True. Um, and then like she gets all fucked up and opens the box per chance, 
and uh, uh, cuts, and then her brother ends up cutting himself. That was kind of stupid. I and will she, agree. And with he gets there. taken away, and I'm like, "Is this what we're doing? Like, you? Ha- it's like this final destination <laughs> shit where like <laughs> everything has to line up for somebody else to take the box to get cut, and not it, and not have it be Riley, I, right? Yeah, it's so fucking stupid to me because you could have had you had this tortured character, right? Which I thought was great. I was like, "Oh, she's a recovering alcoholic. She's got a fucking pill problem. She, all these problems." Well, with her. Uh, yeah, when she dumps the pills on the sidewalk, and I, I knew she was going to pick them back. I, up. Yeah, I know, and I it was, thought it's a pretty powerful. And scene, I thought that was actually. pretty powerful. Where they're all disgusting on the ground, and she eats them. I thought she was our Uncle Frank. Oh, uh, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, where okay. she's like, "Fuck all this," and like maybe she. Stumbles upon the box. This is before I saw the movie. Stumbles upon the box, and somebody kind of you know entices her to be like, yeah, the the you know, you know, she hates this world clearly because yeah, she's getting fucked up one. to yeah, escape. Yeah. Right, go to this other one. So I thought that's where we were going with it, which would have been infinitely more interesting than what the fuck we got. Yeah, right, because it's just. It's just here. Oh, don't touch the box. Oh my god, I can't believe you touched the box. Now you're going to die. Yeah, no, yeah, you're re- I- We got to figure out where this box came from. Do you have the shipping container guy's number where it came from? Oh, it it was attached to this woman who was in the beginning of in the prologue of the movie. All right, it's who, his lawyer, makes sense. I know, but like they go to see her in like a, a mental institution. I don't know, she's in a retirement home. Is it a retirement? Yeah. No, she's in a fucking hospital, bro. Uh, either way, it's not a mental institution. All right, fine. Well, no, she has like degenerative lung disease or something. Yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. in a hospital. Like a cancer. She's in a home. And she but, fuck her. She gets what's what's owed to her. I know, but there's so much. She's just a fucking dumbass okay, sticking okay, her here, finger here. in the hole. There's no. There's no. <sighs> I, I listen. I get what you're trying to say. I, I know, but like, I, I want to make sure that I say this correctly. Sure. There's. So much of let the evil people get the comeuppance and none of the good people suffering. Does that make sense? It does make sense because I feel like, and I actually like this, but I understand where you're coming from. Because the whole time you're like, yeah, get him. Yeah, get the bad guy. Yeah, she's a bitch or whatever. And it's like. I wasn't doing that at all, but I I could see what you're no, saying. No, but that's what they were going for sure. for those scenes. Like, ah, oh, fuck her. She's a piece of shit that helped that dude yeah. in the beginning. You know? Um, Because, like, the kills in the movie, I, I just list them off, is, like, her brother gets taken out yeah. and you don't see it, which I like. He gets fucking Candyman, dude. I like that, though. Like, I, I really appreciate uh where they did, like, use the music from Hellraiser. I thought it was kind of an interesting way to reuse it personally. Where they would use it as like when the Cenobites show up, which they did do in the original, and I want to say the sequels. You'd have like that droning sound in the background, and then the walls would start to separate. It's cool, and the toll of the bell, and yeah. all that shit, and that's cool. But I don't like that they just show up every time somebody gets their hand cut, and they're just like, "Oh, I'm here to take you." And then you know, once you collect, you know, collect all the pieces of the fucking puzzle, <laughs> and, and you get then we'll give you your wish then, or yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? The brother gets killed, and then basically the rest of the movie, they're trying. Basically, Riley's trying to figure out what the fuck happens. Her boyfriend knows what happened, but like is trying to be like coy about it. Yeah, and that's like a character that is almost like you think is gonna be like the one that she kind of leans on because obviously it is her boyfriend. Well, she's the only running back to him. Well, yeah. Well, now he's the only one she can really confide in, and the brother's boyfriend is like, "Where have you been?" Uh, He is like. Honestly, probably my favorite character in the movie because he's the only one with some common sense. Yeah, and very justified in his concerns. Like, my fucking boyfriend's dead or or missing, and you're just like fucking off with this other guy and not explaining what's happening to us. Which breaks the story (laughs) for me because she's 
being just a jerk off. Now, she's not under the influence anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's just like, uh, shut up. I'm trying to have my own adventure over here. You know what I mean? A little fi- bit, yeah. Figure it yeah, out. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. Why would she do that? Why wouldn't she work with... Uh, you know, she doesn't even love this fucking guy that she's been fucking in. Like, that's her brother's boyfriend and the and the roommates that she's been staying with. Like, right, yeah. clearly she's known them and she's close to them. Why the fuck is she with them for well, most of the movie? Again, they come and they track her to the fucking mansion. Wow. Well, and it's like, give me a break. The boyfriend Trevor goes and gets them. That's the whole thing. Uh, it's still stupid. Because he knows where the mansion is. Again, because he's fucking working you know, for the guy. Needs, and he needs to get them all there because it's some 13-ass fucking ghost shit. I guess I haven't seen 13 ghosts, so it didn't where bother the fucking, me. Where the fucking, everything, all the, all the, Rooms move and lock you in and then come together and there it's like this big fucking thing that's gonna channel uh, yeah it's all it's, the it's a big one of these all the yeah it's a that's, big, that's literally what it is I that's know. what it's going for I know but it's, it's fucking cool it's, I don't like I it. I thought it was cool I thought and it was, he's totally got a fight I'm sure you love this I thought it was cool you probably fucking hated it what he, his fucking he's got a maze in his backyard he's got a fucking labyrinth right outside I, his I house I think that's kind of cool look again <laughs> it's a cool character it's a cool concept but it's too much like Thirteen no, Ghosts I, I, I guess I haven't seen Thirteen Ghosts like I can't, I, I have to now watch to see where it's, you're coming from. It's getting the sacrifices together and then appeasing the gods and then oh, opening okay. the gateway and getting your wish granted or eternal concepts. life or whatever the fuck it is. Well, okay, so we start to actually get And some... they never explain how the fuck, dude, he's just in the basement of this house. Now, he's dead. Uh, no, he's not. Yes, he is. What do you mean he's dead? He fucking, he solves the box, he gets his wish, he got audience with Leviathan and he <laughs> wanted to, he wanted something. What did he, he want? He wanted, uh, uh, the, the the sexual one sensation sensation so what did they do they, fully clothed they shove something through his fucking chest or I mean something. they're they're outward otherworldly beings Joe you've already established that it's fucking they're shooting stupid fucking hooks from off yeah but of it's people. fucking stupid you got these you got these centibites all ripped up and all weird and and disfigured and shit and this guy is in a full suit with this dumb things well don't worry he'll get to that point at the end I know but like. <laughs> I listen. I, I can't even really argue because I I totally get your argument. I just really enjoyed that. I thought that was, I thought it, was it was just corny. Yeah, like I, I thought it was cool. It, it was like the, it was like you know the cape <laughs> off the fucking face shit. Like hey, well, put you all to my mansion. When, he, when he's in the walls, like the fucking boy, and he's he, like fucking castle freak. Uh, What's going on there? I, How is he in this world? Is my point. If the Cenobites took him. Well, they didn't take him because they straight up showed them shove that thing in his chest, and he's just like stuck there with this thing in his chest. And I think he even says, "Oh, they this thing's twisting my nerves." And they do a close up on it, and it's like this fucking mechanism that, like, every like fifteen seconds or a minute or something, clicks. It clicks and pulls literally his nerves on this fucking thing, and it's It's, like, holy shit! It's fucking child's play compared to what the Cenobites would do to him. That's my point. It's like, yeah, you stuck a fucking music box in his chest. Great, right? I okay with with that. That said, I get where you're coming from, but I think the idea being is whatever this is, whether it looks stupid or not, sure. is that this is putting him in extreme pain like every minute for the I last six fucking years. I understand what they're trying to do, but it's just like it doesn't doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for me because it's not an it's too simple mm. for for Hellraiser. It's too simple. Like if you're gonna do this big baddie motherfucker, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not. Especially even a, since he's like literally like getting people to be killed so he can just get an audience. He's not even a Shinar selling their. Fu- well, no. you know what I'm selling saying? their souls to the fucking Cenobites yeah. so he can get this thing in his. Well, he doesn't know that, but I mean, he's probably done some questionable shit because he's a rich asshole. But he's mostly just like, yeah, I don't know. I was like kind of like into the occult, and I heard about this thing, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll open it, and he did, and it was just like he paid a lot of money for it. I. 
Frank was literally killing motherfuckers and snorting fucking oh, yeah. heroin oh, yeah. and like yeah. killing people and fucking people and doing all this yeah. shit, you know, like real scumbag motherfuckers. I don't know. It's just like, it's very different. It's very different and different to the point where it loses its impact for me. Okay. I, I do like the kills though that, that you do see. The uh, kills are cool. The like, effects are amazing. The effects are fucking amazing. I, I think the Cenobites look incredible. I don't want to take away from that. Like the, the effects are fucking the awesome. Gore is in this really top. And they're all practical. Like I saw I like for- when the dude's getting his arm ripped off with the the, the barbed wire yeah, and the skin's just getting that laid. Yeah, and that it's was like, oh. sick. And that was sick, but that's not everything, is my point. Right, yeah. And, you know and, I mean? and uh, Nora, I think that, that was the, uh, the the roommate when she gets yeah. killed. And, yeah. like, that scene's really great, where she's like, just, the pain! And she's yeah. like, and Pinhead... They do this weird thing, like, I know they always had, like, a reverberation on the voices, but I think it's a little overly reverberated, for, for lack of a better term. Because when I watched it the first time, I wasn't totally clear what they were saying all the time. Yeah. On a rewatch, I did, so maybe I just do fucked up. Could have been. But maybe uh, that's why you enjoyed it so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, I liked it almost as much on the second viewing. Just fucking with you. Uh, but yeah, she says like something like, what do you want? And, and she's like, salvation. And then like Pinhead's like, yeah, what is that going to do? And then fucking rips her back off. Like, that was cool. When the thing comes out of the main bad guy and his- And it all drops and, on the floor like fucking like a bucket of bolts. Well, it all drops and then it like reforms. That was cool. That's that all was, practical. Was it, practical? it was all practical. I was like, that's incredible. I forget who I follow. One of the effects uh, people I follow on Instagram, I didn't even know they worked on it, but they like to put, po- like, after the mm-hmm. movie comes out, they like to post all the behind the scenes. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that was fucking cool. Right. And there's a lot of centibites in this. And I'm, fr- from what I know, there are a lot added as the series went on. Yeah, but, but there's, there's, there's some a main, really creepy ones. Yeah, there's like a main five. There's like the four of them and then the engineer. Yeah. Well, even in this, though, it's like Pinhead. Is the only one that really gets any spoken lines. She's not in it a ton, or it's not in it a ton, I should say. Yeah. Chatter's pretty great in this, I think, honestly. Kind of cool, yeah. I like that he actually bites somebody and yeah. fucks him up pretty good. Uh, there's, I think, that one, the gape I was saying earlier. There's that one that has, like, like the way the flesh is, looks like it's wearing a fucking hat. There's, yeah. like, a pregnant one at one point for, like, a hot second at the yeah, end. it's weird. I mean, it's, they're cool looking. A lot of the, a lot it's, of the, It's hard to compare to the original because the originals are so iconic. I think it is a two very different things. In the same breath, what I will say is that they're much more in tune with the original mm. novel as in terms of, like, what they look like. And right. especially, uh, like, even the pins in Pinhead have that. It's, like, in, the, oh, in yeah. the book, they're, like, jeweled at the end. But in the movie, they're, like, pearls, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, well, cool. the one actually... In that, when that uh, lawyer gets killed, yeah. takes one out of one of the other one's eyes and yeah. sticks it in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, "Oh, uh, what does she say?" She's like, "Oh, stop uh, breathing so heavy. Save it for screaming or something yeah. like that." It's like pretty. There's some good one liners. I mean, it's look, the gore is cool. The centibites are cool. Yeah. It's just like the story is so fucking weak for me mm. that I, I I really don't like it. It's a hodgepodge of other movies that I don't really like. Sure. And I and like this does it so well. Well, the first time, yeah, <laughs> um, you could have enhanced that. Okay. Like I said in the beginning, with 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 Frank having like all of his senses, like you could have did some cool, cool like weird Spider Man shit, where like you know you like it zooms in and you see the dust touches flesh, and there's like a, oh, you know, oh, like, yeah, there's yeah. so I'm like thinking of all these cool like cinematic could have done things yeah. that you could have done with that, and like it's just it's like they missed a point. Mm. Is my is what I'm trying to say throughout this whole fucking thing. Got yeah. No, I, I mean, I could see it. Uh, I mean, the only other thing I really want to mention is like the ending. And yeah. then we could, I mean, like we said, we kind of are, you guys already kind of know where we stand on this. Yeah. But uh, I, I like that then she does swap, uh, you know, Trevor for for uh, Colin, I think his name is the boyfriend, the uh, her boy brother's boyfriend. I thought that was cool. 
Because, like, I like that character, like I said. Yeah. And I was, like, kind of like, man, start. I, I need someone else to root for. And, well, uh, there you just said it. And, uh, you know, then then our not Chenard gets fucking his, his thing swapped. Because they said, we, we can't take it away, but we can exchange it. So he exchanges it for power. And they're like, huh, okay. Okay, you're gonna like this one. A giant fucking like chain from this from Leviathan who's like hanging up there, just like taking a breather, I guess. This giant fucking uh 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 what at let's look at that. I don't even I mean, know. He's, what got, it is. he's god in that universe. Right. But I, like which also the uh the box actually looks like him in that configuration. Oh, in this, the Leviathan in the, configuration. Yeah, the, the, the diamond kind of which look. I think is the resurrection one. Anyway. Uh, uh he I gets, don't know. He gets pulled up. Because they did the whole thing, like, you know, uh, I forget who says it specifically. I think it might be the lawyer uh, saying, how, oh, Void, he always referred to them as angels. I, you would think a demon would be able to see another one or something to that effect. So, like, he gets pulled up, and after everyone else gets away, or I guess really Riley and, and Colin get away, everybody yeah. else is dead. Yeah. Uh, which, Colin gets sliced up the fucking stomach by Void, and I was like, well, he's fucked. Like, there is a bargain there that they make, but again, it's not- Also, like- It's not- It doesn't have the impact of- No, Of Kirsty no. having to make Frank reveal himself. I, I do like the idea with the with the knife coming out, or whatever you want to call the blade, yeah. that they figure out uh, if they stab one of the Cenobites, it actually counts as a sacrifice, because she does that to the Chatterer. Yeah, and it's actually kind of a cool kill because the chatterer is just like okay, like backs up, gets <laughs> into position, <laughs> yeah, and Pinhead's like boom, uh, like, like Nappa in Dragon Ball Z, the whole place blows up. But even them themselves, like then that, but that, then like that's then a Void weird... just is like fuck it, I don't care, I'll just take whoever. It's like you should have stabbed the fucking Cenobite stuck in the gate, but I get plot. But that's a weird thing because he like traps them at one point. You yeah, what did he think they could teleport? Know, I, that was fucking, kind of that was stupid. It's, it's just like. You're but gonna, you're gonna bend the rules to do shit like that. Sure. And I'm like, that's not great. Maybe they were adamantium fucking bars. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they had kryptonite in them. Yeah, maybe they maybe they were They were holders holy it, There was an ancient sigils carved in them yeah. where they couldn't whatever. They got it from the nun. Anyway, he becomes the engineer, is what happens. Right. And uh, that's a cool scene it's where cool. They, it looks they awesome. Play him, yeah. And he's like it's definitely the kind of what they always talk about, the ultimate pain and uh 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 Set, Ple- pleasure pleasure yeah words escaping me well uh yeah. because he's smiling while this is happening yeah. and whatever he's staring at is like blowing his mind well he's smiling because his fucking lips get ripped off and he has no choice yeah, they're <laughs> held on, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's cool it's cool i mean look i'm not knocking it for that the effects are cool that scene's really neat it's just all the shit in between they feel like they didn't know what they wanted yeah. to do exactly and they were so hyper focused on making the Cenobites cool and making these mm. cool kills and all this stuff that they forgot to write a good story. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like the story, but I can see where you're coming from. It is very basic. I, so I, I also it, feel like maybe this is like me sounding like... It makes, you, it makes me feel like your audience is stupid, and that's what I hate. It's fucking insulting my intelligence, okay. and I don't like it. Okay. It's very like... Do you know what's going on? This is what's going on. I'm going to tell you what's going You're on. Like the monsters. Yeah. Uh, like, well, that's a little different. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, they just they have a habit of explaining their jokes in that film. Mm. Uh, I, I also feel like, and maybe I'm just like totally talking to my ass on this, but I was feeling like a lot of like more horror movies in the last few years that I've seen yeah. that are similar to this, not the same thing, but like similar like teenagers and and whatnot. Sure. Whether it's a slasher or horror or not a horror, or like a paranormal or whatever. It kind of like lines up with that to some extent. And I'm not like excusing it or saying that's a bonus, like a plus or a minus. But from that perspective, I feel like it feels like a a good modern update. 
to me, based on like stuff I've seen over the last few years, that's not like that that that's similar uh uh not to Hellraiser per se, but other movies in the horror genre that have similar casts or storylines. If I by, guess is what I'm trying to say. If by that you mean spelling everything out for the audience so. so that there is no <laughs> stone left unturned yeah. and no mystique to any of it, yes, I would agree. I mean, with again, you. I like the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's just uh Oh, you do? Yeah. It's not great, but it's fine. I mean, I'd rather watch that again than a new Hellraiser, to be perfectly honest. Fair enough. Yeah. But I mean, well, I guess with all that said, I, I it's think fucking I, ripe for me, man. I, I watched it twice. I'm I, Again, if I'm going to watch another Hellraiser, it's probably going to go back to the first one. But I liked it. I don't know if I like it better than like the first or second one. I again, like there's I, I didn't actually even talk about it. But my main gripe about the second one is that they tell you that the Cenobites were originally human. I understand that Clive Barker fucking wrote the screenplay, so well, I should just leave no, it to Clive, no, but I just, I don't like that personally. No, well, that is a thing. Oh, I know. They were once, they were once human. human yeah. Question and, mark. And it, it does add something interesting to the lore. Don't get me wrong. Just, I don't know, something about that. I just, I don't like it. I, 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 I don't hate it. It does add a lot of elements to it. I just, I don't know. It's, Rubs me the wrong way. I can't explain I, it. I hear you. No, I. Agree I like with the movie. You. I just that element. I'm not crazy. about I agree with you. And coming back, just yeah, to, bring it back to, to this movie. Just to bring it back, the Cenobites are supposed to be tertiary characters, mm. not main characters. Well, they definitely ele- they, they elevate them to main in this. We are the monsters, mm. not them per se in this universe. Right. Again, boy, but he's so late in the film. But he's so late, and and, and he gives his fucking t- mustache twirling speech about all the shitty. I'm like, get the fuck yeah. out of here! Like this is like some fucking cookie cutter horse shit that I don't fucking need. Mm. And it's like that was your twist. Like you didn't even have uh, that was. I so- mean, the twist is just that Trevor's actually working with him, and it's and, and he and the main guy tells him, and it's it's not like, okay. good. Like. You could have told me what the deal was from the beginning and done a bitter story, mm. right? I mean, I know that dude was going to come back probably. You know what I mean? I mean, how you would hope since they spent five or ten minutes on it in the beginning. But he's like, yeah, I've just been in a basement with this thing in my chest for however long. Trying not to kill myself, I or guess. Or whatever. But he shouldn't have been allowed to kill himself anyway. I guess that's also he, part of it, He yeah. shouldn't even be in this fucking plane of existence, is my point. Right, he should have just been... He should have been... What happened to him at the end of the movie should have been happened to him right off the get-go. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they would have ta- They would have taken him and tortured the fuck out of him in their realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't let you hang out here. That's not the fucking deal. <laughs> well, these ones do. I don't Jamie like Clayton Pinhead does. It's stupid. Uh, it just doesn't, it takes, a, it takes away from it. And it, it, there's, there's, wherein telling you everything that happens, they don't explain shit like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how is he staying here? If everybody's getting killed and taken into, like, literally her brother gets fucking candy manned into the next dimension. Like, why didn't he get killed and taken to the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck is he in his house? I, I mean, they show his ghost a couple times, and then they have, like, the whole thing where He's, it's, like, a corporeal being. Yeah, to, like, the fuck with Riley, and it's, like... I did kind of like that she realizes, like, yeah, no matter what prize she picks, it's not gonna end well. Like, he probably would've come back like an Uncle Frank, honestly. That's, <sighs> that's, what, more, I was, that's, that's what I was thinking. That's more interesting to me. Like, if... Okay, so, like, fine, you leave the blades in the thing, and it cuts the person and takes him. Now, it's her brother trying to get back. And maybe like, that's a sequel. No, no, but like <laughs> that's more compelling to me. And like maybe the brother like dupes her into her like uh 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 makes her feel bad for all the shit that she's done over the years and like kind of guilts her into killing herself or something to bring him back or like kill other people to bring him back, just like the Julie character. Like that would have been Yo, a cool twist, man. You know what? I mean, I, I don't 
I don't know if we need a sequel to this. Maybe we'll get it. I, I'm curious how well it did because it was right to Hulu. Yeah. Uh, but maybe like that might be an interesting but thing. But like, like, doesn't you get the that same sound characters? Cool? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because he was like actually kind of like a good dude and that was like the point. Right. But like if you're getting tortured and, and ripped apart, because we don't know what happened to him. We no. just see the blood on the sink. We see what happens to Nora. We see what happens to the lawyer, more or less. Uh, but we don't see what happens to him. So he could just still be getting tortured for all we know. Exactly. But yeah, so you have the sequel where it's like, yeah, my fuck up sister, who I do love, but is a fuck up, basically got me killed and I've been tortured beyond belief. Yeah. Uh, I need revenge. It's like his ultimate revenge. Yeah. And then, I, 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 that could be interesting. But I like that because you don't know, you wouldn't know that going in. Yeah. That's a good twist. So she finally, like, she, you know, he's like, you gotta kill for me or whatever. And she like, she's all fucked up. She's taking her fucking pills again. She's getting shit faced. She fuck, she's fucking killing people, fucking dudes. Just like, the, I mean, that would have been a great thing. And like, a kind uh, of mixing the Jamie and Kirstie character. Yeah. Almost. And like a horrible kind of spiral for that character. Like, I don't like that she just kind of gets away scot free and there's no penance for anything that she's done except for maybe her brother dying but that's not even really her fault right or, or, or i guess the idea that because now she lost everyone she's got to deal with that but... she flatlines the entire fucking movie she stays in the same spot and then walks away at the end with yeah, the fucking I, I, box well does she take the box at the end i don't know i think she just leaves it there does she who the fuck gotta set up for the sequel anyway well, yeah, that was Hellraiser 2022. <laughs> I liked it, Joe didn't, so look, read look. between the lines. And as always, form your own opinions. Yeah. Watch the movie yourself. Nothing we say is should be taken uh, as gospel, right? Watch the movie and judge it for yourself. And uh, at some point, like we said, we'll be doing new some more Hellraiser, but uh, nope, no announcement because it probably could be a year or two from now. We will come back to it and, <laughs> and delve deeper into why other films did it better. Sure, sure. Uh, still fine. liked it, but okay. It's Sign fine. me up. I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> also, just by the way, you know, I know I just went on a fucking tangent about how, you know, the original is better than the new one and whatever, but like everybody's saying that this movie's so good just because the last fucking, you know, six films in this franchise sucked is not grounds to say that this is a good movie. <laughs> okay? I just don't, I just don't, that, that, that's bullshit. You can't say that fucking six movies suck, so we got a one that's half decent or not as shitty as the other ones and then be like, this is the best fucking Hellraiser movie ever. You know? Yeah. And, you know, that's also maybe a problem with a franchise I mentioned earlier, but hey, I mean, to each his own. <laughs> it's possible. So anyway, I've been Sean the Gape O'Rourke, I guess. <laughs> the Order of the Gash, the Gape. I'm Joel Escola, and we will catch you on the next Ripe Reviews. Ripe Reviews.